welcome to Beggar's Bread, a podcast where we invite Christians and truth seekers to engage with thoughtful sources in an age of disinformation. Our name is inspired from the quote by D.T. Niles, evangelism is just one beggar telling another beggar where to find bread. Each week, we recommend a source for you, either a sermon, podcast, or video. This week, we bring you All Systems Go. And with that, welcome back from our break between Season 3 and Season 4. It's me, Luke Nellison, here in Wisconsin, and I am here, as always, with Nick in North Carolina. How's it going, Nick? Hello. It's going well, except for this is the time of the season, at least for North Carolina, at the time of this recording, in which we have a ton of pollen just scattering throughout the streets and on top of cars and so i just had a sneezing fit while you did the intro and i definitely muted it oh well i'm glad you could have yourself a sneezing fit i remember that i was like when i was in north carolina i was like what is going what is this stuff on my car i took a picture and awful sent it to my family. awful <laughs> yeah was... wait did you all not have that at, or do you not have that in wisconsin no not to that extent i mean like i know what pollen is but like i have never that was an experience down there you ever been drowned in pollen before? <laughs> no, definitely not. No drowning in pollen in Wisconsin. Uh, it's probably for the best. But you can drown in snow, you know, those blizzards. I don't know if we call it that, but anyway, uh, welcome to Season 4 team, uh, or people who are not on our team, but, you know, you're, you want to check it out. We're glad you're here with us. Um, some people, before I, before I forget, some people have asked, they've said, Luke or Nick, if they're talking to Nick, they're like, hey why are there breaks between seasons and we're like well because we want to make sure we're giving you quality content and it takes us a little bit to consume content to comb through it to bring you the best we got and to give you that good content and also just we take a break sometimes and we figure while we're taking a break if you want to check out the stuff we recommend that's a great time to do it so anyway hopefully that doesn't come across as too excuse like but uh that that's why we got the breaks but we are and back. at the time of i think season five when that comes out or season six i'll be in grad school so the consuming of you know 14 to 20 books a year will have to cease as i partake in the skimming art of grad school <laughs> hey that's true yeah congrats on on that starting of the grad school uh do you want to tell everyone where you're going to grad school or is it a secret oh it's definitely a secret yeah well i've already done it once and i had to drop out due to covid so i'm actually going back to nc state to do their master's in social work program uh advanced standing and so that means i'll be doing i can't remember how many credit hours it is but it is a one-year program in which i'm doing summer classes then i have a field placement in the fall and spring of 24 hours a week and then four classes for each semester. So it's quite a bit. Yeah, that is quite a bit. Maybe, and I mean, to, you know, just help with that integration of all the stuff you're learning, maybe we'll have to have to ask about some of that stuff. But that is for the future. Just wanted to let you guys know ahead of time, there will be breaks that are long. You'll have to sit with your with your device longingly, Okay, never mind. Um, so this connection. Week, <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of <laughs> devices, uh, this week 
we're recommending a podcast called Your Undivided Attention. And they often will be talking about, uh, you know, the social medias, the phones, the devices, all that kind of stuff. A lot of people trying to think really critically about our time and living with devices and not being kind of consumed by them. Uh, For this week, we're recommending episode eight, and it's called The Opposite of Addiction. And I loved this episode. I was just starting to kind of listen through some of this podcast, and this this episode just caught my mind. Um, specifically, it's talking a lot about drugs. Actually, I'll let me bring in our co-listener right away. This is Tyler from North Carolina. He says, "I really enjoyed the podcast!" Exclamation point. I don't. Not many people give us exclamation points with the with the co-listening. So I appreciate that, Tyler. I'm sorry. I'm ruining the co-listening. I really enjoyed the podcast. It really brings to light another viewpoint to the causes of addiction and the fact that we actually may have it backwards. I think what sticks out to my mind is that by making drugs illegal seemingly is one of the main causes of addiction. Illegal substances and how he talks about a specific medical grade heroin for pain patients. Sorry, I think I butchered that. He said, oh, he's just talking about like what sticks out in his mind. So thank you for that, Tyler. That definitely also stuck out to my mind. And... What he's referring to, because you're probably like, what are you guys talking about? He said something about drugs, something about addiction, and the opposite of addiction, spoiler alert, I'm going to spoil it, is the the person that they're interviewing, he says, the opposite of addiction I used to think was sobriety, um, but it's actually connection. So that blew my mind. I don't know if that blew your mind, Nick, but uh, that really, uh, that kind of set me back to thinking. But I don't know. Nick, have you heard of the war on drugs? No, the War on Drugs, as in the alternative rock band from the early 2000s? No, not that one. The I've never heard no, of that. Darn. Oh, really? Oh, never mind. Well, was it good? They're pretty good. They're not probably as well known as Ronald Reagan, but or in his version of the War on Drugs. Oh, yeah. Tell but us about that. I have heard of the War on Drugs. Was oh, it, the Reagan? The Reagan War on Drugs? Was it successful? Uh, in the sense of helping people that were dealing with addiction probably not and was there a criminalization of certain people and certain population demographics definitely yes oh bummer so probably not very successful unless those are your metrics for success then it was very successful yeah if you're trying to you know further marginalize marginalized people groups and yeah that's it's pretty successful in that regard Ouch. Well, even, I mean, that's certainly something to analyze, but I remember thinking about this, not because I, so, okay, this is actually kind of funny. In high school, I, we, I was in a macroeconomics class because I was interested in the economics. Even before I went to college, I was like, I gotta, I gotta learn about this stuff. And, the, and that's why we had an episode last season on economics. Yeah, we did. If you want to hear about that, go back to season three and look at macro house management i don't remember which episode number it is i think it was three but i think I you're know. right yeah Maybe it was four because I, I know i i heard about that because there are several people that talked to me about it and they were like what what is he talking about and i'm like i don't know either i just participated as much as i could <laughs> oh <laughs> oh bummer well anyway but it was informative so you should definitely go check it out <laughs> well for this this one wasn't really much to do with economics this day, but the teacher was like, hey, I have a question for everyone. He was basically just making the point that the war on drugs was not successful. He said, 
who, if they wanted to, could have pot within 24 hours of marijuana. And it was funny because everyone in the class raised their hand except for <laughs> except for me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was not, you know, I just, I was not into uh, the, that scene, those, those group of people. And then I thought to myself, I'm like, I guess I could raise my hand because I could ask literally anybody else in the class and they would be able to show me where to get it. Um, but it was just funny to me thinking about like if the war on drugs was to decrease our use of drugs. Um, yeah, it didn't, it didn't work particularly well. Um, and this, this podcast episode was fascinating. I don't know. Have you heard of that, that rat experiment that they were talking about before this, Nick? It kind of rung a bell, but I actually don't think I had heard of it prior to that. Okay. And I don't know. Sometimes I don't want to spoil too much, but also I think this is pretty key to even talking about this podcast. So like, I'm just going to spoil it. Um, they did this experiment that was very famous where this rat was in a cage. Well, there are two experiments. The first one, there was a rat in a cage that had like two water bottles, you know, like where like small rodents will like go and um, get the water from the cage where it like drips down or whatever. And one was laced with, I think it was either cocaine or heroin or something of the like, like an addictive substance. And the rat, when it was in a cage by itself, had nothing to do. Of course, it became addicted and often would overdose and die because it was just using that the water bottle that had the drug in it and that was used as an example and kind of like a um trying to influence kids saying don't do drugs look this is what's going to happen to you you'll die you get addicted and die and then later somebody else was thinking about that uh experiment i i don't know the specific experiment names that's in this podcast that you can listen to if you want and this guy adjusted it where there were still the two water bottles. There's the water bottle that just has water in it. I'm not sure if I said that, but anyway, yeah. There's a water bottle with the one just has water and then another water bottle that has water and laced with some sort of drug. And in this experiment, there were many rats. So it was like a rat, you know, uh, hangout, rat utopia. Lots of rats hanging out. Rats can mate. Rats can go on the spinny wheels, you know, all sorts of stuff to do. And they actually would not prefer the one laced with drugs so it was really interesting that that was the change um the access to the drug was the same in both experiments but yet um they weren't as interested in it when they were with other people it actually reminds me there's a specific verse in proverbs um if you are not familiar with proverbs basically it's a it's a book in the bible it's wisdom literature or basically it's a bunch of little phrases and one of them for the longest time, I was like, I don't really know what this phrase means. And I'm sure perhaps there are still parts of it that I may not be appreciating the full meaning of it, but it says like he who isolates himself breaks out against all sound judgment. And at first I was like, man, is this just like hating on introverts? Like what's up with this verse? But I think it more, ha- I don't, I don't think that's what it is. You know, if all our introverts <laughs> out there, you are, you are well-loved you you are welcome on this podcast <laughs> i think it's more like hey uh, if you isolate yourself like literally don't have relationships with people that's not how you are meant to live you were not meant to live alone um, apart from hanging out with other people apart with being in connection with people but that's kind of what i was taking from it yeah and i did like the I think it was the latter half of that podcast episode when they were talking about 
like you said before, connection and gave very specific examples of the way in which connection on that physical, tangible level can bring people together in a way that even they didn't necessarily expect. Like specifically the account in which we're talking about the Muslim woman who had like a housing crisis and that community actually banded together and it was a community that was very that had its own internal strifes and struggles based on the different populations that were present within that community because there were orthodox muslims there um there's a large gay community with gay nightclubs and then also there was a very large punk presence in that particular part of berlin and so what they saw was like this moment in which they kind of rallied around this person experiencing a crisis and then they got to connect with those people across these different you know sociological economic um sociopolitical cultural whatever you would call it divides in a way that they wouldn't have had they not kind of shared that experience together that was yeah that was very interesting i liked how the guy they were interviewing I don't I can't remember his specific name um now the British but, guy yeah. yeah the British guy <laughs> he was he was full of uh lots of references to different studies like I'm not sure if you know I, I don't know he's just very prepared like he knew his stuff he's just like ah this example and this example and this example I was like oh this is and the whole podcast was obviously made very well um this is a side side thought just as uh we're talking about I know this is a sidebar but if you ever end up liking a podcast that we recommend, um, you know, maybe it would just be a kind thing just to drop them a nice review and be like, hey, thanks for doing that podcast. I feel like I've appreciated reviews more now that we are making a podcast. I'm like, oh, I understand now why people ask for reviews. But, yeah, because there's that intentionality there. And then also when you receive it, you find yourself either you know striving to be better or um just feeling like that sense of accomplishment and like realizing like wow okay people are perceiving of the information that we're providing in a thought-provoking challenging of their you know preconceptions sort of way yeah and they might just come up to you and say look at what i learned about economics (laughs) or maybe not uh the listener that I heard that from they did not say that but I think that they did learn something from it <laughs> that's fair <laughs> no that's yeah good. it's a it's a weird economics is a funny field anyway but yeah the, the undivided attention um they actually do have an episode on economics but we're not recommending that today we're uh, recommending the opposite of addiction um tell me more what what other thoughts did you have about this episode uh with this one i was really intrigued in the as you know you were talking before about the various studies that the guests on the show was bringing up in their discussion about this topic or about these topics related to like you know the humaneness of technology or the striving for humane technology and one of the specific i guess studies that they did was this concept of like social prescription so like putting people in groups um and doing things not related to whatever that particular 
group was struggling with, whether it be like anxiety, depression, um, oh yeah, addiction, stuff like that. And that process, in the process of forming that group, forming that tribe, and rallying around like a specific task or some sort of activity that wasn't related to um, whatever challenge they were trying to overcome. Um, I think the example they gave in the podcast was this group built a garden. It actually had scientifically proven benefits um, in many ways over that of some of the chemical medications that they had been using, which was very interesting to me. Yeah, I, it is. It is fascinating thinking about because I remember that night you were saying that about making a garden. He really had so many. There's also a whole study about he's talking about Portugal um, with uh, basically trying to prevent drug use. But okay, that's that's a little bit of a sidebar from what you were just talking about. It is fascinating to think there aren't a lot of places in. Well, maybe it's partly because we're just going through COVID that we really don't gather as groups. But even like pre-COVID. I feel like there's only a few places where we gather as community to actually engage with other people. Obviously for Christians, for us, you know, it's places of worship, um, like church, um, for many people, many people of faith. But if you're not a person of faith or if you're, um, just not involved in a community particularly like that, I guess it'd be more like, uh, I don't know, like sports teams or, you know, maybe the movie theater. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I think for my uh, my non-Christian cohort, we would predominantly collect around, you know, coffee shops, movie theaters, um, sometimes like bars and stuff too, because there's a lot of cool places downtown. But like having that, it was particularly that intimacy and that connection that you wouldn't necessarily be able to find in some of the louder spaces that uh, we would tend to be attracted to. So again, like a tool used in a similar way to how Christians might congregate and find connection in worship places. Yeah. Well, even recently I was thinking, uh, some of my friends and I, we were watching through a, uh, a TV series. Wow. I sound old when I say that a TV series. Uh, anyway, we we're watching through a season of <laughs> anime and like every Sunday we would get together and watch an episode of anime. Cause it was one of those shows that came out once a week I know there's like lots of people who are like, oh, I don't like that because then I can't like watch the whole thing. But no I actually, binging, yeah. I know I, I loved being able to like, uh, you know, it was like, I looked forward to Sunday night and go over and watch some anime with some friends. It was like, and it's, I don't know. We live in a world where we are able to do all those things by ourselves if we so choose. But anyway, that was my kind of last thought. Any, any other closing thoughts on just, anything with all systems go <laughs> well it ties in a little bit the the notion of or i guess the the concept or the ability to do things by yourself is a very like american thing in the sense of how that creates happiness for you and i think the guy he talked specifically about the different types of happiness and how on a cultural level they can differ or like the the benefits of happiness vary right so like what he talks about in places such as like russia japan and i think it was taiwan yeah there's this like collective story of happiness if i'm saying that right 
um, in that their happiness inwardly is generated by doing something externally for other people. Whereas in America, that individualistic notion of happiness being derived from things I do for myself. So, you know, like, what would be a good example? <laughs> like going, I think I remember this, where you're talking about like going shopping or treating yourself kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, obviously there's benefits to self-care. Like that's, a, I think that's a different categorization here. Um, but the satisfaction that you get from doing something communally for the benefit of other people has great benefits i think in a a more western society you don't necessarily or less collectivist you you could say um you kind of sometimes lose sure that's true i mean yeah i i do think that was really good i I would be fascinating to because i i think russia japan taiwan and america is fascinating enough look comparing those four countries but i'd be really curious like looking at other countries as well but i i agree it 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 does seem at least from my very limited point of view being that i've only rarely stepped foot outside of america that that makes sense to me (laughs) so but anyway um we do want to mention before we go before we go we have a bonus episode available as we know you're all looking forward to for this month um, and the title is Hate, but in French. And don't forget, there's a pause. If, you, if you're sharing the title, you got to say hate. And there's a comma, but in French. Anyway. It makes it all the difference. It does. <laughs> uh, and then next week, we will be coming back with episode two, regular season, with the cult of masculinity. Thanks for uh, joining us in season four. We'll see you next week.